Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. John Mishota joining us now from The Athletic. He'll be in Tampa for this game. And, uh, John, as we get closer, are you kind of uh, – are you kind of liking the Monday night nature of this? We're sort of conditioned over the years what playoffs happen on the weekend at wild card super. You know, it's Saturday, Sunday. We can, you know, and, and this is a uh, this is a different animal. Are you uh, are you are you getting excited about the the Monday night uh, portion of this? Well, what I was uh, trying to say to you a minute ago, I mean the the Monday night. That, that that's really brought a whole new element to this this first round of the playoffs, and uh, it's it's going to be. I think that's just going to be it's going to be really interesting. But it's just weird to to have the Cowboys going against an eight and nine team. They are favored, but don't isn't it weird, John? How you almost have to keep reminding yourself of that after how they played in Washington. I mean, have you? Have, did you kind of look at that and go, okay, I feel like that's more of an aberration, or did that almost make you completely rethink this team's chances in the playoffs? I didn't. It does. It doesn't make me completely rethink, but it, it has a significant impact on how far and the success I think that they can have. I just uh, I don't understand how anyone could watch that game and think, oh, that that's not a big deal. They, they'll just put that. It's the last game of the season. You still had a chance to win the division. And even if you lose, I can even, you know what, maybe you lose the game late. It's a tight game. Mm-hmm. I, it's still inexcusable with that team, but I could at least, I could understand it a little bit to look that bad for, for Dak to throw those back. To, the, the, the biggest thing it's hard for me to get past is those back to back throws that Dak threw to the right with <laughs> the one that should have been intercepted. And then it come right back again. And then in the pick six, that was, that was very alarming. And so, yes, can they put that behind them and overcome that and go on a, on a playoff run? Yes, of course they could. But going off of the way that they ended last season, the way that they've ended this season, it's, it, I'm just not super confident that that's going to happen. Isn't it weird to see him, like, that's the biggest doubt that you have going into this is a quarterback, and it really shouldn't be. I mean, this guy over the past has taken care of the football, but at this point, when you throw an interception in seven straight games, most since uh, Benny Testaverde was the last quarterback to do that back in 2004, John, I was covering that team. It was those were that was not the heyday of Cowboys football. The, you, you'd like to keep telling yourself, "Well, this is just weird." He'll go back to being who he is, but then he'll turn over there and throw one of those pick sixes. And that's three, what, since week 15? I mean, at some point you're kind of like, okay, is he rattled? You know, what, what's, what's going on? What could possibly lead to that? Um, what's he been like? You know, you all usually get him one crack at him a week and that kind of thing. And I know sometimes I get that may be coming up. But what, what do you think? What's the feeling around him? Because Jerry has to keep showing confidence in him. Mike McCarthy has to. But what do you sense? Does do you feel like the team still has the same level of confidence in this quarterback? Yeah, no, they're saying all the right things. They're saying that it's not, not it's not an issue. Dak has been great about that throughout yeah. this entire interception streak. But that's it's one thing to say it; it's another thing to just watch it. And to me, what I'm watching is someone who's trying to do too much. Someone who's trying to when when the team's struggling, like they were in Washington, let's be honest, they, they haven't really played well since the Minnesota game. That's a, well over a month ago. Uh, I just feel like he's trying to get everything on track and, and in doing so, probably trying to do a little bit too much. And it really hasn't come back to bite them. You know, the, despite those 
those interceptions, you know, yeah, there was a loss in Jacksonville, but they kind of kept things rolling. But then you have that Washington game. And, and the thing, the other part I can't get past is that just how mediocre to just not bad that Washington team is. Like I looked at the other day, like the last five years, they had not won a game in January or December in Washington in five years. That's the first time they did. They're one in 11 now with Sam Howell. Like that, that a lot of everything, all of that combined in it with the way that Dak played in that game. That's what makes it so alarming. They, they could have had that game against a lot of other teams and it wouldn't have been quite so bad, but to do it in, in that situation, I mean, I really got the feeling going into that game that they wanted to have Dak and the first team offense be out there for the first half, and then in the second half if they got a lead. Hey, we'll put out Cooper Rush and the rest of the guys, and maybe the, maybe the game will be a little bit closer than it needs to be. But we're going to rest some of these. But they couldn't rest anybody in that second half. They needed to try and build off of something to try and go into the playoffs with, with some some momentum, and it just never happened. And because of that, um, like I said, I mean sports are sports are wild. That's what makes them so mm-hmm. interesting because. Let's be honest, the Rams weren't playing great last year at this time. They were the Monday night game. Matthew Stafford led the league in interceptions, and nobody at that time would have picked them to go to the Super Bowl, much less play the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl, and then it happened. So um, yeah. the, the thing for – especially someone like you that's covered the team for so long is that I feel like part of the team's history factors in on it. Like, oh, well, it's been 26 years and all that other stuff. I'm not even going that far. I'm going off of just the last two years of what I've seen because that's mostly the same team that we're dealing with here this year. Yeah, it's remarkable when you start thinking back over it. But you're right. There's some there's some uh, disappointing history, even recent history. Does Micah Parsons know he's not supposed to bring up Dwayne Wade in 2006 in Dallas? Did that not uh, did that did that escape him? I thought that was interesting. That um, he's making reference. I saw this on your Twitter uh, handle, on your Twitter timeline. I mean, he's making reference to something that happened when he was probably what six years old, like five or six years old. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. I don't. I don't think he understands the history of that particular series. There's, there's no way he does. And so I'm 17 years older than him. And so I moved to Dallas at the end of 2010, so right before the Mavs went on that run in 2011. And and I'm a I'm a big NBA fan, and I know what Mavs fans how frustrated they were with the call that Dwayne Wade got in 06. Even living in Michigan, not really following it super that super close. I was obviously a big Pistons fan, but I had no idea until I got moved down to Dallas, especially going into that 2011 run where they played the Heat again. Just how much. Dallas sports fans <laughs> dislike Dwayne Wade and what they pulled off in 06. So that was kind of new to me being in that environment. So I know that there's no way uh, uh, Micah Parsons <laughs> at what, 23 years old has any idea that that was probably, eh, that might not be the comparison. Now, what he was trying to say was that, Hey, there's some older stars on the team and that it's yeah. the younger guys that are going to have to take on more of a role like Wade did with Shaq. But yeah, I don't think he's quite familiar yeah. with, um, who was who was the official that really uh, really Bennett Dwayne Bennett Salvatore Bennett Bennett go. Salvatore Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't have to think too hard about that. <laughs> and I was there throughout that series, and yeah, that was a uh, rough one. Uh, through a lot of history, of course, the uh, 2011 uh, World Series uh, uh, Game Six is the one that comes up for uh, for fans around here. But this was about a Shaq documentary that he was mentioning, and you're right, he said. About Dwayne Wade in that 2006, there are guys on this team that aren't the same as they were three to four years ago. Young guys like me got to step up. This is our moment. 
It's almost like if Dak is going to keep throwing these interceptions, I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to really step up. And it, it, they do. They, this is a great takeaway team. I mean, back to back years. And so, really, that that seems to be their best hope going into Tampa. Hey, you're going to have to turn them over. And uh, and, and by the way, Tom Brady, who's been so brilliant his whole career, and is what seven and zero against the Cowboys. Let's not act like he's just set the world on fire this year. And he's coming off a really rough game himself. So I, I, I think we get so tuned into like what Dak's doing that sometimes we we're like, wait, there are other teams struggling too. Um, and and so this is not a good Tampa Bay team. No, I would make the argument it's one of, if not the worst teams Tom Brady has played on, at least for the teams that he's played on that have made the playoffs. Uh, usually he's on a team that has a pretty good shot at at least making a run. This is certainly not the Tampa Bay team that he took to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. And, and so to your point, I don't really look at the Cowboys' defense as being something that should be concerning. I think that they'll be fine. I think they'll show up. I, I don't think you have to really question that. I also don't think special teams is going to be as bad as it was in Washington. The Cavante Turpin, Muff Pond, the, the Brian Anger fumble. Like I, I think those can, you can look at as kind of outliers. The, the, the concern I have is, is more on the offensive side of the ball. And this is one of the better offenses in the NFL. So maybe they get out there and they're fine and, and they, they, they play well and, and they, get, they get a win and move on. But it's the turnovers, and then it's also the fact of how bad they looked trying to run the ball against Washington, and and how yes, they they weren't terrible running the ball against the, the Bucks at the beginning of the year. I think they averaged about four yards a carry, but it wasn't great. And I just feel like they're going to have to have a, a big day on the ground, and we just haven't seen them really run the ball well since Terrence Steele has gone out and been lost for the season with the knee injury. So you, there's a party that's like, well, okay, how are you going to get this going? Does that mean that Dak's going to run a little bit more? Does it mean they're going to run more jumbo packages, uh, you know, bringing in a fullback, which they don't really have a fullback on the roster. So is that Connor McGovern? How are they? They have to find a way to run the ball to take some pressure off Dak as well. And so it's going to be interesting to see how they do that because that's a pretty good front. You know, that, that, that front in, in, in Tampa, it can cause some problems. And if they don't run the ball well, I don't know how they're going to win the game. And they haven't run the ball well recently. I, the past few games, Zeke running, you know, he's like averaging, what, 2.7 yards per carry. It hasn't been great. Are you convinced, John, that uh, Mike McCarthy is 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 really okay uh, regardless of what happens Monday evening in Tampa? Do you still see a scenario where Jerry ends up making a move and, and knowing that Dan Quinn's going to get interviewed, Kellen's already – uh, receiving interest from other teams, Kellen Moore. Are, are you you are you believing Jerry when he says, "Nah, that's not even a consideration right now"? No, no, of course not. I just there's too many times where you know he'll say things and then a week later it's something different. And and frankly, let's be honest, why would he say anything else going uh-huh. into the biggest game of the season? I mean, you just that would make no sense to say, "Oh yeah, he's got to win this game or he's out." That he would never do that. That, that there's just no logic behind that. But I, I don't think. I don't think that that a loss necessarily guarantees that they're going in a different direction. Now, if they look like they did against Washington, I, I just I, I, I can see a very angry Jerry Jones feeling that they have to make some type of a move because let's be honest, these last two years going into the playoffs, they've been relatively healthy. I mean, the injury report today, I mean, the only guys that were even limited are Tyron Smith and Demarcus Lawrence, and that's just because of their age and they're trying to give them. Uh, you know, some some veteran rest. But, I mean, the whole team is there. I mean, everybody's there for them uh, for the most part. So that's how they were last year, too. And I think that's the biggest thing that disappointed Jerry Jones is that he went in to those, they went into that playoff game 
and they didn't play well. And he thought that that team was as talented as they've had in a long time, and that team was healthy. And he's he's looking at the same exact thing this year too. So if they go into Tampa and lay an egg and just look like a continuation of the Washington game, I can't guarantee anybody's safe. All right. Well, listen, safe travels. And uh, I know I forwarded you something that was uh, your beloved uh, Florida State already getting rave reviews <laughs> heading into next season. So, you know, that's uh, that's a great thing. And uh, I uh, look forward to uh, visiting with you and reading your work. You can uh, read his work, John Mishota, on the uh, from The Athletic. Uh, we appreciate it. John, will you? People can subscribe, right? If they uh, if they reach out for like, you got any special deals you wanna you wanna put out there? Any like mostly <laughs> mostly show specials? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure right now it's it's two dollars a month. There are times where there's deals where it'll be a dollar a month, but two dollars a month. I mean that's that's pretty wow. cheap. I feel like to get the great work of of myself and Bob Sturm. I mean, can you beat that? Yeah, I I, I just stop at you, but I I'm uh. I, I think that's I, I think that's a great deal. All right, John, I'll talk to you soon. All right, man, you take it easy. All right, all right, John Mashoda from uh, the Athletic.